Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Talk Radio 77. WABC. Boy. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Friends, how many of us have them? Friends. 77 WABC. Specific to my case, I don't think that his crimes against me are worthy of incarceration. I feel like the other things that he has done, if he is found guilty, absolutely. Because a bigger problem is that if these allegations against him or whatever else <laughs> that we don't know yet, he is found guilty or the evidence suggests that he is or whatever, and he doesn't, that it's going to just basically, I mean, it opens the door for other people to, to think they can get away with doing that. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was uh, Stormy Daniels. The good news is, she said, she doesn't believe this particular crime is worthy of incarceration. She's right about that. The rest of it was why she's a porn star, folks, and not an English teacher. She was on with uh, Piers Morgan. I think he's from London, too. We were, we were probably both in London this weekend, but people love me more than guarantee you that. So my next guest has spent the last couple of weeks talking to the world, and I must say doing a tremendous job in his defense of President Trump. And Tuesday, I'm on the way to the airport. I was in the cab about 4 o'clock with Gene, and the arraignment was over. And the New York Post printed a story and put a picture in the paper. And it was Boris, Joseph Tacopina, Donald Trump, Necklace, and the new guy. I forgot his name. I don't care. All I cared about was sitting right next to President Trump was my friend of 43 years. The guy that carpooled with me to Poly Prep from Bedford Avenue back in the early 1980s, Joseph Tacopino. It was not part of history. That picture, that's, that's history. That's a big deal. So here he is, I believe, making his first visit to the station since I've gone away. My dear friend Joe Tacopino, is this the first time you're back, Joe? It is, Sid. It's the first time I'm back after the allegations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, she um, didn't go to Poly Prep, I can tell you that. <laughs> The allegations, and I, I'm just trying to figure out what the allegations were against the crime yeah. against Stormy Daniels, because no one's accusing anyone of committing crime against Stormy Daniels. No, nobody is. And, Holy and, I, God. and I'll tell you no what. Explain that to her. No, yet, I uh, no, but but I, I I didn't watch the whole Pierce thing. But you know, Joseph, uh, all the times I watch you on TV leading up to the arraignment last Tuesday, those four days he was uh, he learned about the indictment on a Thursday. He was arraigned on Tuesday. All the, all the interviews you did from Sean Hannity to Al Sharpton to Chuck Todd to all of it, and you kept saying the same thing over and over again, which is, I'm an attorney. I've been in that courtroom a million times for real cases. I don't see anything here. And there was this belief from the other side that there was going to be something in that indictment, something we haven't seen yet from Alvin Bragg that was going to make it all make sense. And then the indictment was read and I was more confused than ever. Has anything changed over the last couple of days? No. I mean, no, absolutely nothing has changed. I mean, the core of this case is rotten. Look, when you have the New York Times coming out with multiple 
multiple editorials in the last few days saying that this case is a travesty. Um, here, yesterday's article, this, the Trump indictment is a legal embarrassment. The New York Times, which is not really, you know, you may know this, but they're not a big, big supporters of Donald Trump. Um, you know, it's unbelievable that this is, is something that we're actually dealing with at this point, because, you know, th- th- this case, we still don't know. I mean, astonishingly, their, their filings don't make clear what the core crime is <laughs> that would turn a filing misdemeanor into a felony. And and it's, you know, 16-page indictment we have. There's, you know, even a statement of facts that accompany it do not drop hints about campaign laws. And it's absolutely astonishing. It was at one point, I, I got to go back to you discussions with yeah. Sean Hannity last week. And again, this is not my deal. You're a great lawyer or not. But was it one point in the indictment that talked about that they may, there may be something else, depending upon how you read this, without being specific? Because no. it confused the hell out of me and really no, made it look like Bragg was reaching. It's nothing else. It's Stormy Daniels. That's it. That's all. And that's it's. There's nothing else. But here's what we don't know. You know, it, a misdemeanor case could not be brought at this time. It's well past the statute of limitations. So they had to cobble together a couple of misdemeanors to make it a felony. And the way they did that was to say that, well, you know, the false filing um, becomes a felony when it's it's with the intent to defraud it includes intent to commit another crime or aid or conceal another crime, right? The problem is in this indictment, in this statement of facts, in his press conference, not once did he answer what the other crime is. I mean, we're still at the point now, over a week later or about a week later, which we don't know which statute he's alleging <laughs> President Trump violated, whether it's state, federal, state or federal campaign crime, a tax crime, drunk driving. Who knows? I mean, that's really how insane this is. In, a, in an indictment of this magnitude, of this yeah. rarity, of this yeah. importance, we're still left guessing what the underlying crime is, and that's pathetic. Now, did you, um, again, I, I ask this out of complete ignorance, but you and I are best friends for 43 years, so you'll let me know here. Did you uh, ask the judge to dismiss this case with a bunch of those motions? How does that work? I mean, it, I can't see this thing going to trial, or am I wrong? No, that well, you, you shouldn't be wrong. I mean, anyone with a brain and an intellectual scholar or you know, even people who say allegations <laughs> should understand that this case does, is not going to, should not go to trial. If there's intellectual honesty, Sid, this case should not even come close to a trial, a jury. Um, it, it's legally insufficient, factually insufficient. There is no crime. You know, if we're, we're, this was a federal election, so if we're talking about federal election campaign laws, that's already been, you know, decided by the FEC that they, they did not charge a crime. Unlike with Hillary Clinton, you know, when she bought the steel dossier for $130,000 or whatever it was and, and, and paid with campaign funds as opposed to Donald Trump's personal funds and used that, that campaign fund to buy this dirt magazine, whatever the steel dossier, right, um, yep, from, yep. From, from the individual on dirt on Trump on the Russia collusion. You know, the campaign marked that down as legal fees. Is that unbelievable? Legal fees. Mm. Now, if there's ever a misrepresentation, a false business record, that's it, because there's no legal fees involved mm. in buying dirt. Yeah, right. and, and you know what the FEC did? She got fined. Right. She got fined. Right. Donald Trump, who pays with his own money on a completely legal civil settlement, winds up getting indicted. For something he had no at, – at the FEC, understand this. We're the ones who would know. Come out and said the chairman of the FEC, former chairman of the FEC, said there's absolutely to file under the federal election rules. Yeah. And, and so here we are, you know, with this unprecedented indictment that's based on 
information, Evan. So the motions we're going to be making, so we didn't make any motions yet. We just got the, the documents. We're still waiting for the evidence. We'll make motions over time, including motions to dismiss, prior misconduct, selective prosecution, um, all a host of things. I mean, when you say selective prosecution, look at the example I just gave you, where there's a real mis- mislabeling of entries. Mm. So is that is that where you want is that where you want now in this now you just got some of the documents now you're going to start to make these motions is exactly. that where you want okay exactly yeah. other motions including potentially recusal motions because of conflict with the judge uh, you know there's a whole host of things yeah because people are still talking attack people are still making a big deal about the venue and I'm saying to myself well wait a second mm-hmm. if it doesn't go to trial. First of all, I thought you did the right thing. I'm sorry. You did the right thing with Stephanopoulos because you have other cases in that courthouse. You may see this judge again. Trump may hate his guts. That's fine. But I thought you did the right thing. But regardless, they're still talking about a venue change. We're nowhere near that stage yet, are we? Or are we? No, we're nowhere near that stage yet. We're nowhere near that stage. And, and understand this. Look, what's come out lately, what's come out recently since I was on with Stephanopoulos is the fact that the judge's daughter, and again, I have no issues with this judge at all, but the judge's daughter works for the Biden uh Harris Uh-oh. campaign. Uh-oh. I mean <laughs> that's you know there's an appearance of a conflict there, Brad. So anyway, um, you know, we'll see. We're gonna make all the right motions that we have to make. And that's what we'll do. And it's, it's, it's as simple as that. Right. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800 560 for a free consultation or email at info at gobblelaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident. Well, I'll have to ask you this because, again, I'd have you on no matter what if you represented a ham sandwich because you're my best friend for 43 years. But you are the guy representing Trump. You sat there with him. That picture, again, is historic. I, I know for me, I, I, I made a copy, but I'm not going to lie to you. And I want you to sign it. But uh, I'm being serious. But uh, as you sat there with the president, you met him the night before. He arrived on Monday night. You guys obviously must have met Tuesday morning at Trump Tower, whatever, some last-minute things. You went to court. I know he went home after that. But being you were with him, only you would know this, Joe, amongst other people. Tell us what he was like. Was he competent? Was he nervous? Give us President Trump definitely, Monday night into Tuesday. Not nervous. I wouldn't. The nervous is I've seen someone try or to write that. Yeah, I think it was like one of the MSNBC or something. Like, oh, he's nervous. He he was he looked shocked. No, he was angry. He was angry that he was being thrown into a process that's purely political, being hauled down to to literally 100 Center Street. You know, the belly of the beast on a on a trumped up case. Pardon the pun based on the, the, the weaponization of the justice system by political opponent. He was angry, but he was also very confident. He, he knows where this is going to end up. And, and look, he's a tough guy, right? So, I mean, he's just a tough guy. And, and so this is, doesn't buckle his knees. He, he wasn't happy. He, a few times he said, I cannot believe this. I can't believe where we are right now. Yeah. And I looked at him and I said, I, I can't either. I, re- I really never thought it was going to happen, right. despite the fact that Bragg was obviously heading in this direction. Yeah. Now, what about, know, I mean, what about this other case that you're doing with him, with that lady? At uh, Bergdorf Goodman, is that is that yeah. next week or when that's is that? Going to trial in a few weeks. Yeah, that's going to trial in federal court in a few weeks. So, so has we'll he said to there. you? Has he said to you? Because look, originally you were hired to do that case, but mm-hmm. clearly President Trump is impressed with you. Who wouldn't be? And all of a sudden, you're sitting there, lead counsel for the Bragg thing. He's got three other things out there. He's got Georgia. He's got January 6th, Mar-a-Lago. 
Uh, are you now part of all of that or just these two cases? Or do you not want no. to tell me? That's up to you. No, no, no. I'll tell you. I'm just part of these two cases right now because I what I can't do as a lawyer is you know me. I mean, you know how I practice. We go all Chad, myself, Matt. We go all in, all in. So I can't do five cases at once. I need to focus on this trial that's coming up. Um, which I feel very strongly about, and then the 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 other case for him, the case in Georgia being handled by some attorneys in Georgia, the the D.C. investigations, just an investigation. There are other attorneys handling that. So, you know, I'm I'm staying staying narrowly tailored and focused on the job at hand, and, and that's it. I'm not in every case, and and I can't be in every case. I mean, it would not be it would reduce substantially reduce my effectiveness to be spread that thin. So sure. I want to, you know, give 110% on the cases I'm involved in. i tell you my favorite they're, part. They're important ones. Huh? Yeah, no, these are two very important ones, yes. My favorite part, I, I know it's been 10 minutes already, but it's like one minute because you're so good, but my favorite part of all this is when some of these uh, different uh, outlets or newspapers, they do kind of like little bios on you. So, for example, the day that Trump was hauled into court, they did a whole thing on who's Joe Tacopina. And they talked about you growing up in Brooklyn. They mentioned Cosmo and Josephine. I love that. Uh, they, yeah. they talked about your soccer teams and your, your law firm and all these things. And then uh, the USA Today did something very cool. It's on YouTube. You guys should check it out. Very similar to that. And they showed pictures of some of your former famous clients, people like Meek Mill, Alex Rodriguez, all that cool stuff. And again, yeah. talked about the man that is Joseph Tacopina. I, I know if, you're, if your parents were both here, they'd be incredibly proud. My mother, she, she fouls over you, Joseph. But uh, seeing those things, it's got to be pretty cool for you, yes? Yeah, yes, Sid. But, but my feet are, are firmly planted on the ground. Yes, it is cool, you know. But on, then on the other side, you have the, the the super ultra left wings who try to attack all things Trump, so they'll take a shot at me. Yeah, like like they, they said, oh, he's like a mob lawyer. What? Because I'm Italian? I mean, they did they did say <laughs> that. They, 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 they called yeah. you that, and they also said that the whole law team hates you, which I know is not true. Not yeah, true, of course. But that's what they do. That's what they try to do. They did this with other lawyers in the Trump team, that they try and create division, and, and it doesn't work. I mean, the lawyers in this case are terrific. Uh, Todd Blanche and Susan Nicholas. Is, Susan and I have been friends for 25 years. Todd's a great guy and a great lawyer, and it's really a good, very formidable group. But there's no dissension anywhere. I mean, not within our team anyway. Um, but, you know, the, the, the racist comments and stuff like that. Look, if I were Ben Crump, who is a dear friend of mine, I love Ben. You know, he's the, the, the black civil rights yeah, attorney yeah. that works on all these cases where, you know, there's police brutality and whatnot. And, and, and someone made a joke about his ethnicity. They'd be canceled. Right. Game over. Right. Game set and match. Right? right. But, you know, I guess if you're dying. It's well, you know, what's funny about that is see, you're very sensitive to that. And you came up. You always come up in conversations with me. Your ears must be ringing because my favorite TV show ever. I'm sorry. Is the Sopranos. In fact, I don't think anything comes close. And for years you'd go on Imus and say, I can't watch that show because they stereotype Italians. So you take that stuff very seriously. I mean, now look, you know, culturally, I'm very tied to the Italian community. I'm a, I'm a knight in Italy. Um, and, and so, you know, the mob stuff is not my, my – I'm not, you know, a big proponent of that. Right. that anything that stereotype is wrong. Look, it's entertainment. It's fun to watch. I don't blame anyone who likes to watch it. I just choose not to. But, uh, but, 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 don't you, like but, don't you, but don't you admit uh, in dark places – that every Italian is either a lawyer or a mobster, to be completely honest. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's true, but well, it's not right to, to stereotype like that. I mean, look, I was either going to be a lawyer or a capo. There was no question about that. I mean, so. <laughs> you bastard. I know you. Yeah. <laughs> 
funny. <laughs> no, I know, I know. They, 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 they do step. But you're right. Ben Crump, it would be a huge deal with you. It's not that I mean, big imagine, a deal. Imagine yeah. saying something <laughs> derogatory about Ben. I know. You're know. stereotyping him. I mean, the show would be canceled. There'd be a congressional hearing. <laughs> I mean, Biden would say something or try to say something. You know, it's, uh, it's unbelievable. But yeah, that's it's okay. True. It's I, true. My skin is a little bit too thick. My track record speaks for itself. You know who I represent, and and I my results are my results. So any of those those haters are just jealous haters. I don't I don't care. Uh, there's no it doubt. Really I don't lose much sleep over it. And you shouldn't, because you are you really are the best. You're the best in the business. You have been for a long time, and uh, your your record is is the best. And your your clientele is uh, impressive. Uh, Donald Trump is just one of many who you've helped along the way. I'm really proud of you. I love you. You've been great these last couple of weeks. So thank you for hopping on again today. We'll do it again at the end of the week. How does that sound? Okay, brother. Welcome home. Thank you. I love you. Thank you, Joe. All right. Love you, too. There he is. Famed defense attorney, President Trump's attorney. Most importantly, my dear friend of 43 years, Joseph Takapina. If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.